This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, there will be a political rebellion that'll make the Tea Party look like uh, a little romper room kindergarten session. If what I'm about to tell you happens with the CDC and the vaccine today. Listen, I'm not going to say you heard it here first because it's been all over as of last night. But you are watching today what is going to be the beginnings of a political rebellion, I'm telling you, in the United States. I've got a lot to talk about today. It's maybe the busiest Thursday we've ever had. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Uh, You want to protect your privacy online from big tech and government, folks. Get a VPN. Do it today. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Don't wait. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. I've got that. I've also got, you know, it's hard to rank the dumbest things Biden's ever said because pretty much everything Biden says has some degree of stupid in it. But his proposal to fix the gas price hike he caused is freaking hilarious. I'll tell you what I mean coming up. Uh, Did you ever read the fine print that appears when you start browsing in incognito mode? It says your activity might still be visible to your employer, your school, or your internet service provider. How can I even call it incognito? To stop people from seeing the sites you visit, protect your privacy, do what I do, use ExpressVPN. Think about all the times you've used Wi-Fi at a coffee shop, a hotel, or even your parents' house. Without ExpressVPN, every site you visit could be logged by the administrator of that network. Your home internet provider can also see and record your browsing data. And in the U.S., they're legally allowed to sell that data to advertisers. You know that? ExpressVPN encrypts all your network data and reroutes it through a network of secure servers so that your private online activity stays just that private. ExpressVPN works on all your devices and it's super easy to use. Protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Use my link at expressvpn.com slash Bongino to get three extra months free. That's expressvpn, E-X-P-R-E-S-S, expressvpn.com slash Bongino to learn more. All right, Joseph, let's go. Here we go, Dano. Oh, here we go. This is uh, this has to be one of the most troubling stories, and it kind of crept up on a lot of us. Um, I because I have some decent sources in the community, I knew this was going to happen. Um, I wasn't sure they were going to move forward as quickly as they did without taking a step back. But bottom line, lead up from. The CDC is now looking at pushing vaccines on your kids through more edicts and their recommended shot schedule um, in order for them to get an education. Want to go to school? Going to get a vax. Now, the CDC, of course, is denying a lot of this, but the CDC is ignorant of the facts. Now, I'm sure if you were a broadcaster on ScrewTube or one of these other tyrannical leftist platforms, you will be banned instantly. Thankfully, my show is on Rumble. And we can speak the truth over here, but there it will be a political rebellion in this country like you have never seen if the CDC today votes to make these shots part of their vaccination schedule, which will then be used by public schools in certain states to make sure your kids get a vaccine that they may not need and may cause them side effects. I, I, I got to be honest with you, I'm shocked because they're so committed 
the deep state public health, health, I'm using air quotes, bureaucracy, to making sure that their totalitarianism sticks and you have no body sovereignty whatsoever. They're doing it, what, 19 days before an election? This is I, this has to be the dumbest political move I have ever seen in my life. So the CDC has this branch that uh, they they do vaccine stuff. ACIP is called. And Robert Malone has a substack. You can read in my newsletter today, Mongino.com slash newsletter. I encourage you to do it. So this is the article I was talking about. Uh, Robert Malone is a doctor. You can see he, he, the big vote is tomorrow. He wrote it yesterday. So we're talking about the vote today. It's now predicted, he notes, that the CDC is almost certain to add the COVID vaccine shot to its childhood vaccine schedule tomorrow, i.e. today. This means that public schools who use this schedule will now be able to mandate vaccines in order for children to attend public school. Folks, I haven't received as much email, Facebook messages, Twitter, True Social, Skywriting, Carrier Pigeon, fury about a subject. I'm not kidding. In in the eight years or so I've been doing this podcast, there will be, let me just tell you what will happen. Just a warning right now, because I'm hoping this airs and it should before the CDC ACIP committee takes this vote. There will be a pulling out of children of public schools like you haven't seen in modern American history. I would expect attendance in public schools that mandate this to drop potentially by double digits. We'll see. I, I'll be stunned if I'm wrong. You will see governors who are responsible for implementing this in blue states because red states won't do it. Matter of fact, it's forbidden in Florida. They're, they're, you can't mandate, the, by law, you can't mandate the COVID vaccine for children in schools in Florida. So you don't have to worry about that down here. You will see a rebellion in blue states. Gretchen Whitmer, um, uh, or even like swingy, maybe even almost leaning red states, Kansas, you will not see a Democrat swing state governor left standing. They will all be put on the spot with this. This is quite possibly the single dumbest thing I have ever seen in my life. Now, what worries me about this is there are some liberal leaning, even uh, Catholic schools who, believe me, folks, don't, a lot of them uh, are not practicing religion as they should in faith, if you know what I mean. Not all of them who are going to follow suit. This is really dangerous. Even more disturbing, if you listen to a lot of the, the doctors who follow the science of this, apparently the study justifying this, giving children, mandating children as part of this schedule and a de facto mandate, getting this COVID booster vaccine, this, uh, the data is based on eight mice. Now, a lot of this has something to do with the transfer of liability from drug companies to the uh, national vaccine uh, program. Folks, this is huge. It will be the final nail in the coffin of public health credibility. The small, infinitesimally small sliver of credibility the public health infrastructure may have had will be completely decimated and destroyed, nail and coffin, buried a coffin 25 feet underground. Now, the CDC is panicking because people are talking about this. This show, Tucker Carlson last night, who has a far bigger audience than anyone else on cable news, Tucker aired this story about this vote. The CDC, of course, immediately, the fact checkers, by the way, the phony fake fraud, ass-kissing, in-the-face, grotesque, totalitarian, lying, fraudulent fact-checkers who've already been acknowledged by Facebook to not check facts, but to be opinion-makers, that's it. And they have stupid opinions at that. 
The fact checkers will be all over this. This is why if you're not on YouTube, you can speak the truth. If you're on YouTube, you're not allowed to talk about this story. The CDC's panicking. They're saying, well, if we make it part of the schedule, it doesn't mean public schools have to mandate these shots. Well, not in all cases, but it doesn't mean they have to take the shots isn't exactly accurate either. Tucker Carlson addressed this last night. Check this out. In response to our segment, the CDC complained on Twitter. They claimed that states and not the CDC establish vaccine requirements for school children. But like so much else that we have heard from the CDC, and it pains us to say this, but it's true. Like so much else they have told us over the last two years, they're lying. And they know they're lying. More than a dozen states follow the CDC's immunization schedule to set vaccination requirements, not suggestions, requirements for children to be educated. For example, the Virginia Department of Health states that, quote, vaccines must be administered in accordance with the CDC's schedule. The state of Massachusetts says, quote, no student shall attend a preschool, elementary school or secondary school program without a certificate of immunization documenting that a child has been successfully immunized in accordance with a schedule that was, quote, developed in accordance with the recommendations of the CDC's advisory panel. Tennessee says its immunization requirement quote, follow the current schedule from the CDC. New Jersey, Vermont, Ohio say virtually the same thing. We could go on. The point is the CDC sets the standard and then it becomes required across the country. And of course, they know that. Of course, they know that. If they know anything, they know that. So we called the CDC and asked a simple question. Do you deny that once the COVID vaccine is added to the childhood immunization schedule, Many schools and states will require it based on your recommendation. And of course, they know that's true. We caught them lying, so they didn't even bother to respond to us because apparently we're not American citizens and don't deserve a response. Does not enhance your faith at all. Of course, the CDC silence speaks loudly. Folks are lying to you again. And the communist fact checkers will jump in to try to defend their lies. And liberal media activist hack goons will jump in to try to defend their lies. All to get you to jam into your kid via a syringe, a vaccine that that child, due to their risk from COVID, likely does not need. How do I know that? Because we do actual data here. And we do research before we come on the air. Here's Representative Tom Massey, one of the good guys, a Republican. He shows an actual slide from the CDC meeting about children 5 to 17 and their risk from COVID. He notes in his tweet that children 5 to 17 aren't even measurable on the graph. So why would CDC recommend COVID jabs be part of the childhood vaccine schedule? By the way, this is the people in the hospital testing COVID positive, not due to COVID. Here's the chart. He conveniently points out the line for children 5 to 17. And you're looking, you're like, gosh, I can't really see it. It appears to be an asymptote at the bottom. Doesn't matter. Jab those kids up anyway. COVID-associated hospitalizations by age group. Where is it? Hold on. You got like... Can you do that for me? Uh, I still don't see it. Oh, oh there, you, no, there it is. There. there. Thank you. Thank you, Guy. There it is. Jab those kids. Jab them up. Jab them up. This is what we're... Do you understand this has nothing to do with the freaking coronavirus? COVID-19, SARS, nothing. This has everything to do with deep state totalitarian tyranny. That is what this is. If it's not based on science, then you should be asking yourself, what is it based on? 
Then you keep saying it, you're wearing us out. I know, because there are still people out there, even on the swampy Republican side, convinced this has anything to do with science. It's breaking down the idea that you are in charge of your own life and your body, period. I've got more receipts for you. Here's the Moderna CEO, one of the companies that actually makes one of the vaccines. Here he is saying, again, in his own words, I just produced the CDC's own chart for Massey Street. Here's the CEO of a company that makes the vaccine acknowledging that the key to vaccine use is just comorbidities. In other words, if you're sick or high risk, he says nothing in this about demanding or mandating kids to take the vaccine because many of them without comorbidities are at extremely low risk. Here, listen for yourself. The current data showing he's a better uptake than seasonal flu shots. And I think it's going to be like the flu, which is... Again, if you're 25 years old, you need an annual booster every year if you're healthy. You, you might want it to protect other people. You might want it because you don't want to get sick and miss work or miss vacation or so on. But I think it's going to be very similar to flu, where the key is going to be people at high risk, people above 50 years of age, people with comorbidity, people with cancer and other conditions, you know, transplants. Uh, and that's really important to think about. And if you look at it, around the world, that is 1.5 billion people. So it's a lot of people that are going to need an annual booster and people that are younger are going to have to decide for themselves what they want to do. I mean, the example I always use is myself. You know, I've been taking a flu shot for the last 20 years. Listen, I'm not vouching for any of these guys. They all have their, their tentacles knee deep in this stuff or tentacle deep. I'm just saying, listen to their own words. This is the CEO of one of the companies profiting heavily of this who's comparing it to the flu shot, saying, you know what, maybe not mandatory, but the kind of thing you choose because you don't want to get sick in the, in the winter and flu season. So if, he, if he's saying that, then why are they doing this? If you're a parent who wants to get a booster for your kid, I personally don't think that's smart. Unless some doctor who knows what he's talking about because there's some comorbidity recommends it. I think it's a dumb idea, but you're free to do dumb things. You know, I wish your kid would get a say. But this is their CEO, man. That was the CDC's own chart. It says nothing to do with science, folks. Nothing. I'm telling you, man, we are in a not so brave new world. Aldous Huxley needs to, uh, someone needs to do a re-up. This is a really, really dangerous place. All right, I've got a lot more to get to. Let me get to this, uh, this story from yesterday, too, with gas prices, because this administration, again, is now entirely collapsed. We have 19 days. It's my daily reminder to the point of making you nauseous like syrup of Ipecac. I'm sorry. If you haven't registered to vote yet, why? If you're considering not voting, why is that? If you are considering voting, thank you. Your country's not going to save itself. And don't vote by yourself. Take 10 people with you. Preferably register 10 more too. It's not good enough to win. We have to send a message to this idiot in the White House, the single dumbest human being to ever walk into the Oval Office, not even a close second, the single dumbest person to ever walk in the Oval Office. When I look at his face these days, I'm frustrated at the state of the United States that one of the dumbest men in this country of 330 million people is leading the United States into hell. How this guy is sitting in the Oval Office is an embarrassment to this country.
It's a dumb new world, Dan. It is a, a, all again. Someone should re-up the series. A brave new world revisited again. Here he is yesterday, Joe. Don't worry, he's got a plan. Oh, yeah. To solve the yeah. high guess for you. Did yeah. you watch this? Yeah, you got to see the clip. He's got a place as genius. So Joe Biden, <laughs> whose administration through canceling leases, a war on the oil industry, uh, Green New Deal bailouts, wars on cow farting and other things, has caused an explosion in gas prices because he's a moron. He has a plan, fellas and ladies. He has a plan. You want to know his plan? I'll play the audio here for you in a second. Genius. He's going to use the strategic oil reserve, the United States' uh, you know, emergency oil reserve. He's going to sell the oil high and buy it back low. Oh, my God. Verdict is in. This guy's a freaking genius. Wow. Why didn't we think of that? Brilliant. That inc- inc- yeah, dude, listen to this. Is, I mean, I've never heard. This is like a Warren Buffett level, like degree of investing. Never heard anything like it. Check this out. By selling from the strategic petroleum reserve, at the higher price of $90 earlier this year, and then refilling it in the future at a lower price, around $70, will actually make money for the taxpayers. You know what, I, Joe, um, shame on me. Guy just yeah. brought this up. He, I mean, he does have three degrees. He graduated at the top of his class. He was named, what, outstanding student as well? You forgot that part, Guy. Come on, get, it, get with the program. Yeah, that was, he was named outstanding student. Huh. Of course, he made all that up, too. Majored in plagiarism. Yeah, but- he was good at that. He was good at that whole plagiarism thing. Yeah. Neil Kinnick will tell you about that. So he's got a genius plan. He's going to sell high and buy low. Absolute genius. Folks, what's the problem with this ridiculous, stupid plan that only liberals are like, oh, yeah, man, how good to be. We don't have a monopoly or a monopsony controlling supply and demand in the oil markets, folks. You know who has a say in this too? The Saudis, the Russians, pretty much every buyer and supplier of oil on planet Earth, speculators, financial industries, ETF investors, and petro resources, they get a say in this too. So because you're smarter than Joe Biden, because he's the single dumbest human being to ever walk into the Oval Office, let me explain to you how this would really work. So he's selling oil now from the Strategic Petroleum Oil Reserve, causing a national crisis because we're running out of our emergency oil. We don't have enough to get us through an emergency right now. He's also telling the global oil market, which he doesn't control. You know what's weird? He's Joe, right? He tells everyone like when, he, when oil prices go up because it's not my fault, it's a global market. And then he says he's going to buy and sell at a specific price as if he controls the market he just said was global. Weird. Weird. I got to take a Global market. I got to take a note on this because I don't want to forget this point during the radio show later. See, I went to business school, but you don't have to to understand how stupid this guy is. So it's a global market he can't control the price of when he wants to blame Putin. But when he wants to control the price and says, I've got this genius plan, it's not a global market and he controls it. You don't think, say, the Saudis and speculators, once he sells off 15 million barrels and then plans to buy back 15 more at a certain price, you don't think that the Saudis and the speculators, when oil hits the $70 a barrel he says he's going to buy at, you don't think they know that supply is going to fall because the U.S. is about to do a big buy? So they're not going to beat you to the punch and speculate on an increase in the hike in, in prices 
and the futures market drives the price up before you get to buy it? I get it, liberals, you're confused. Because you're morons, I understand that. But normal people who understand futures markets know when you don't control a price, how the hell are you going to do this? How's he going to pull this off? We're signaling a massive buy of oil at a certain price. You don't think speculators, Joe, are like, wow, really? When it hits that price, I'm going to beat you to the punch. There you go. Dude. What an idiot. What an idiot. And then he gives you the price. He doesn't say, hey, we're going to wait for the price to get a little lower. That way it's not like a signal to the markets. He gives the speculators, financial industry, and the global market the price. So everybody knows when to beat him. What a moron. This is the single dumbest human being to ever walk in the White House. By the way, Donald Trump was right again. Donald Trump had a plan he could actually pull off. It resembled this, but not as dumb. And then the left attacked it. I'll get to that in a second. Folks, Liquid IV is my go-to. Liquid IV. You will never feel more hydrated than when you use this. I love this product. It is amazing. I'm on it all the time. I drink it every single day. Cooler weather makes it easy to miss the signs of dehydration, like overheating or perspiration, which means it's more important to keep your body hydrated. I'm working out. You see me every day hitting it. I don't do anything without Liquid IV. It fuels your well-being, Liquid IV, and it's an easy way to stay hydrated. Whether you're prepping for the day or taking a long-haul flight on a vacation, Liquid IV is an essential addition to your routine. Sometimes after a night out, first thing I do when I wake up, one stick of Liquid IV, 16 ounces of water. You get five essential vitamins, B vitamins, vitamin C, and three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. This stuff just works. The feedback on it is amazing. Liquid IV is made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, free from gluten, dairy, and soy. And Liquid IV is on a mission to change the world. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 25 million servings in 50-plus countries around the world. Grab your Liquid IV. Here's a package. Dump it in water. Tastes delicious. What is this? This is tangerine. Tropical punch is good, too. Grab your Liquid IV in bulk at Costco. And get 15% off when you go to liquidiv.com slash Bongino. Liquidiv.com slash Bongino. That's 15% off anything you order when you shop for better hydration. Stay hydrated. You have no idea. You're probably dehydrated right now. You don't even know it. it. Leads to a lot of fatigue and everything else. Take 15% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today at liquidiv.com slash Bongino. Liquidiv.com slash Bongino. Try it. You're going to love it. Great feedback on this. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals and a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. So Biden's ridiculously stupid plan by announcing to a global market that he blamed for high prices and now is pretending doesn't exist of the exact price point he's going to try to beat the speculators at. So he announces him to let them beat him. This was kind of a plan Donald Trump had, but it wasn't as dumb as Biden's stupid plan. So during the COVID, uh, the early days of the COVID pandemic with the lockdowns, which were a really bad idea, people weren't driving. 
So the oil industry had a problem. They had a real problem. They have to keep the oil flowing through the pipelines because if you stop it, you can, you can really damage the pipelines. The problem is no one was concerned. I'm, I'm oversimplifying, but the general uh, theory here is accurate. There was no one on the receiving end of the pipeline to scoop up and use the oil because nobody was driving. So Trump had this idea, which was a brilliant idea. Now that oil had plunged to, what was it, $24 a barrel during this COVID crisis because no one was buying it, he said, well, in order to keep the pipes from melting down, from shutting down the oil, from flowing through them, the U.S. government will buy it and will top off our emergency supplies in the Strategic Petroleum Oil Reserve. If you're saying to yourself, that kind of sounds like what Biden wants to do, but at almost four times the price. Yes, it is. Just Biden's an idiot. Here was Trump saying that, and you're like, oh, the Democrats clearly must have got on board because they're recommending the same thing now. Ha, you'd be wrong. Listen to Trump first. Right again, Donald Trump. Right again, episode number 6,000. Check this out. Based on the price of oil, I've also instructed the Secretary of Energy to purchase, at a very good price, large quantities of crude oil for storage in the U.S. Strategic Reserve. We're going to fill it right up to the top, saving the American taxpayer billions and billions of dollars, helping our oil industry and making us even further toward that wonderful goal which we've achieved, which nobody thought was possible, of energy independence. It puts us in a position that's very strong and we're buying it at the right price. It's, it's incredible. It's this, this guy, oh, oh, his tweets, whining, peeing in their diapers, wetting themselves. Oil production reached its peak under Trump. Biden hasn't come nowhere close to that peak since because he's, war, he's at war against the oil industry. Trump had the same idea at, again, a quarter of the price, roughly. And the Democrats, what did they do? Well, if you want to read about it, my newsletter today, you can read about it. Here's an article by Byron York, the Democrats oil folly. They called this plan and they refused to fund it, by the way, when Donald Trump wanted to do the same thing for cheaper. They labeled it a three billion dollar bailout for big oil. Chuck Schumer personally took credit for killing the measure. Now, if you're sitting there at home and you're a liberal trying to justify your own stupidity, Please sit down and shut up. I've got no time for you today. It's been a long week. I love the show, but I got to tell you, I woke up this morning thinking, how the hell do we have to live with maybe 30 to 50 million morons in this country who are so freaking stupid, it's really like dumbing the rest of the country down the collective IQ. When Trump wanted to top off the SPRO, the Strategic Oil Reserves, at $24 a barrel, you called it a bailout for big oil, even though it had the potential, if we didn't do it, to destroy our entire oil market. Now Biden, because he's selling our stuff high, claiming he's going to buy it back low and announcing the price like a moron, wants to do the same thing later at a dramatically higher price. You think it's a great idea. This is what it's like living with absolute morons. That's eight, eight. And Fregazi's on board with this too, I'm sure. He's waiting for the anniversary of 88. He's announcing the day. Frank's like, on 8 8 oil will hit $55 about. This is do you, do you understand the stupid? I'm sorry. I'm 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 very frustrated today. I think it shows 
I, I just, I, you does. know, again, you don't have to go to business school to understand the stupidity of what Biden's doing. He is, he's putting us in a national emergency. Here's his even more ridiculous press secretary. The single, anybody changing their vote, by the way? No? Okay, thank oh, no. you. Guy. No, Joe? No, okay, She still good. sucks, man. Karine Jean-Pierre, we took a vote a long time ago. We all voted the single worst press secretary in the history of the United States. Here she is yesterday. It's getting wrecked again by Peter Ducey. Biden, who's on the record saying he's at war with the fossil fuel industry in various ways and various iterations of that. Here she is, like, denying it and pretending it didn't happen. Check this out. You're asking oil companies to further lower gas prices. What makes you think that they are going to listen to an administration that is ultimately trying to put them out of business? How, how is the administration trying to put them out of business? Well, they produce fossil fuels, and this president says he wants to end fossil fuel. <laughs> she doesn't know what the, the woman is so grotesquely incompetent. She just doesn't know what to do. Nothing Biden's telling you is true. Nothing. The guy is an unrepentant liar. He has lied his entire life about everything. He is a failed human being, a failed father, a failed man, a failed political leader. Nobody Fs with the Biden. Everybody Fs with you. You're an idiot. He's the global. Oh, you know what? I can't control oil prices when they go up. It's a global market. And then he says he's going to control oil prices, sell high and buy low, as if the global market he just said controls everything doesn't exist. Then he goes on yesterday during the speech to say, the oil companies, they have all these leases they're not uh, using. Really? You know what? Throw that up there. Throw that up here. Just, uh, just before we get to the, I know, but the, uh, the uh, energy resources one. Here, right here. Look at this. Really? Joe Biden? So Joe Biden, what's the king of oil leases uh, permitting on federal lands? Well, here's a number sourced from the Wall Street Journal. I got it off energy resources. Federal acres leased for oil and gas production in the first 19 months of an administration. Look at where Biden is. The worst. There's not even a close second. He barely registers. 0.13 acres. Right? Almost like the CDC graph for kids. Trump, 4.4. Even Obama, 7.25 acres. or millions of acres. Biden, 0.13. This guy is a liar. We gave them all these uh, leases and they're not using them. You just said they were greedy. So the oil companies have profitable leases they're not profiting off, and you're saying they're greedy at the same time? While you've issued the lowest amount of federal acreage in the first 19 months of any president in modern times by a long shot? Look at Reagan. 47.58. Biden, 0.13. Sky is a clown, folks. He's a clown. I'm going to get to him. Another thing he said yesterday about he trying to, I'm debunking a myth. I've stopped oil production. I just showed you the chart, man. I just showed it to you. It doesn't matter. I know, you know, liberals, I get it. <laughs> I can't read. I don't know. Freaking idiots. Deal with morons. Oh my gosh. Breaking news. Liz Truss resigns as prime minister in the UK. Holy Moses. Whoa. Did we not have this lined up in the show today? Do you, Folks, I'm not, uh, listen, I don't want to get off track. I don't want to get off track. And then look at this. Labor market, jobless claims, 214,000. Oh boy, this is just ugly. This is what a bad news day. This is my, on the second page, 
because we record earlier than obviously than you're here. It's not a live show. But here's, you want to see my note? I'll show it to you. Watch the UK. <laughs> That's right there. Sorry, I don't mean to sound like I'm patting myself on the back. But a month, yeah, was it? Is it even been a month? Yeah. I just was going to talk about this today. Some good sources told me, watch what's going on. This is going to be a huge crisis in the United Kingdom. All right, uh, let me get to this, and I want to get back to Biden. Man, this, even though this isn't a live show, we, we uh, definitely beat them to the punch on that. Folks, LifeLock. The website's lifelock.com slash Bongino. Why should you go there? Because if you ever received a derogatory or aggressive email, text, or social media message from someone you don't know, it could be cyberstalking. It's a serious crime that could take many forms, including blackmail, false accusations, tracking your location, posting hateful statements about you, publishing your private information, and even threats of violence. It's important to understand our cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Your personal information gets exposed often, making it dangerously easy for a cybercriminal to steal your identity. Protecting your identity can be easy with LifeLock by Norton. I had my identity stolen. It was a big deal. It took me a long time to clean it up. LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own, like crimes committed by thieves pretending to be you. If you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Listen, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But it's easy to help you protect yourself with LifeLock. Do it. Like I said, I had my identity stolen. It was a nightmare. I've had LifeLock for a long time, for my kids, too, and my wife. Join now and save up to 25% of your first year. It's a nice savings. Just go to LifeLock.com slash Bongino. That's LifeLock.com slash Bongino for 25% off. LifeLock.com slash Bongino. We appreciate you being here, LifeLock. Please support our sponsors. They uh, want to be here to talk to you, and it's a great company. Thank you. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. Okay, Um, so Corrine Jean-Pierre says that, you know, Biden's not at war with the oil industry. Here's Biden promoting another whopper yesterday at this presser, claiming that his administration hasn't done anything to stop oil production. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll bring the facts right after it, because this guy is an unrepentant clown and liar. He's a bozo. Here, check this out. We need to responsibly increase American oil production without delaying or deferring our transition to clean energy. Let me uh, let's debunk some myths here. My administration has not stopped or slowed U.S. oil production. Quite the opposite. We're producing 12 million barrels of oil per day. Okay, again, let's go to the facts. Throw that one up again, that chart. There you go. Source Wall Street Journal. Biden all the way at the bottom of federal acres leased for oil and gas production. Not even close, by the way. Uh, Let's go to story number two. We'll zip through these quick here. Uh, CNBC story, of course, about oil leases. Biden suspends oil and gas leasing in a slew of executive actions on climate change. Uh, That's from CNBC, by the way, a leftist outlet. Here's another leftist outlet, far left outlet, the AP. Biden halts oil and gas leases amid a legal fight on climate costs. Uh, Are these stories, what are these, fake headlines? I thought Biden just told us he was debunking all this. Here's U.S. News, another leftist outlet. Biden cancels offshore oil leases sales in the Gulf Coast and Alaska. There you go. Uh, check that out. 
And here is a, if you missed it, a supercut of Joe Biden uh, going to end Kamala Harris as vice president, in case you think it's just Joe Biden. It's the Biden-Harris administration um, openly bragging about going to war with the oil industry. He just says he's got their back, man. He hasn't stopped them from producing anything. Really? Listen to again. His own words. Check this out. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, we would would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. I guarantee you. We're going to end fossil fuel. What about, say, stopping fracking and stopping pipeline infrastructure? There's no question I'm in favor of banning fracking. No more, no new fracking. We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. Have a transition from the oil industry, yes. Folks, can I ask you a simple question? You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a simple guy. I really am. I, I derive pleasure out of simple things in life. Friday nights with Paula, a glass of wine, just hanging out. Um, you know, I think Guy and Joe and I are all kind of the same. When you we all, you know, we we're all kind of similar. You know, we like good food. Yeah. You know, hanging out. You know, doing like guy stuff. Meaningful we're, we're not things. Really yeah. Complicated. Yeah, we're not. We don't hang out on yachts and do all that fancy schmancy. I don't have a country club membership. I'm serious. I, I bring this up because I just don't like. Yeah. You know, I just don't like lying, and I just don't like disingenuous people, and I just don't like stupidity. And I'm asking you as a simple person and a simple guy, if you're an investor, which I am, I invest in a lot of things, tech and oil and other things and resources and everything I can. Are you going to allocate a large amount of money to an industry to produce oil? If the president of the United States, who has incredible control over our economy, I wish he didn't, is openly on the record in a video I just played for you telling you he's going to destroy your investment? Oh, hell no. Of, of yes, hell no is right. Hell no is right. What, you're going to lose money? Again, I'm a simple guy, man. None of this is complicated. And it doesn't take a complicated person to figure out that we have a strategic petroleum oil reserve, reserve of oil, the SPRO, because of national emergencies and supply disruptions, not for political reasons. I heard, oh, was it Mike McFall say yesterday, it's called the you know, a strategic oil reserve, not the political oil reserve. You know what? Love him or hate him. I thought that was a pretty great line because it's true. The Wall Street Journal notes this too. Like this guy's putting our national security in jeopardy. He notes that a a true national emergency, the the editorial board at the journal, the article, I'm sorry if you want to read it, is Biden's oil price machinations. A true emergency would fast deplete the reserve. That's why previous presidents performed only three emergency releases, folks. Only three. Operation Desert Storm in 1991, 17 million barrels. Katrina in 2005, 20 million. And the Libya oil disruptions in 2011, 30.6 million. Though prices exceeded $90 a barrel from 2011 to 2014, even Obama didn't resort to emergency drawdowns to reduce gas prices. And I want to be on the record saying I hope a future Republican doesn't do the same for political reasons only, like Biden just did. A guy is causing a national emergency. One more thing on this story. They, I, I'm actually stunned. I'm not stunned that, 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 that Biden's a moron and it's filtered down through his administration. He's not actually writing these tweets. But because he's particularly stupid, the man is, again, intellectually not qualified to be the president of the United States. 
I'm not surprised that his underlings do dumb things too. This is a real tweet they put out yesterday. The tweet entirely debunks the chart in the tweet that came from at POTUS, the Biden account. Entirely debunks the actual tweet. I was all over this if you follow me on Twitter. I'm at D. Bongino over there. I'm there and, and on there in true social. I, I tweeted this twice. Like, Can you believe these idiots put this out? So they put a chart up about uh, what oil companies pay for oil and what you're paying for oil. Here's the chart. Crude oil versus retail prices. And I'm looking at the chart. And, you know, Joe, again, I, I, you cite your education. You're probably a moron. But I went to business school, but I'm a simple guy. I'm, you know, I'm looking at the chart and I'm like, maybe I'm missing something. So maybe I should go crack open my statistics books from my MBA courses. I'm looking. Wait, put that chart up again. Yeah, I want to look at that. So I'm like, okay, crude oil prices, the oil companies pay, went down. And then retail prices went down by, it appears, roughly the same amount if you're using kind of a regression to the mean. So crude oil companies and oil companies paid less for oil, Joe, and then charged you less for oil. Hmm. Huh. That sounds kind of like how the market works. But that's not what the tweet said. This is their chart. I didn't put that up there. This is attached to the tweet. Biden wrote, it's simple. When the cost of oil comes down, we should see the price of the pump come down as well. That's how it should work. Did this idiot even read the chart? <laughs> but right now, refiners and retailers are making record profits at the expense of the vast majority of Americans. It's unacceptable. Put the chart up again, please, one more time. Just for the third time. Crude oil prices go down. And retail prices went down too. Crude oil prices go up. Retail prices go up. <laughs> I can't with these guys. The single dumbest human being to ever walk in the White House. I'm really, I'm, I'm looking at the chart like, am I missing something here? Okay. Uh, let me get to my last sponsor. I want to get to this. The student loan bailout program. Disaster. Disaster already within days. And they're repeating the exact same mistake with the stimmy checks. Remember the stimmies? Billions of dollars in fraud. This is going to be even worse. And I want, I got to get to this thing in the UK, given the breaking news. Prime Minister Liz Truss went in office a month, already stepped down. This is going to be a disaster. I promise you what's happening in the UK. That contagion of political stupidity is about to spread. My buddies at Brickhouse. This is an unopened one, which will be open soon, of Lemon Lime Field of Greens. Listen to me, folks. I'm, I, I'm throwing this spot right. I'm doing it my own way. This stuff, I kid you not, has been the staple of my diet for a long time. Uh, people ask me at 47. I get a lot. I'm out there hanging out at the beach. Like, hey, man, you don't look too bad. I'm like, oh, I appreciate that. This is a staple of my diet. Guy takes it. I take it. Paula takes it. It's called Field of Greens. What is it? It's 18 essential fruits and vegetables ground up into a fine tasting powder. It's loaded with antioxidants. It's pre and probiotic. It is the healthy organic fruits and vegetables you need. I was just reading an article on one of my favorite websites on health and fitness the other day about how healthy fruits and fruits and vegetables have polyphenols and these various micronutrients that do amazing things in your body. You, who has time to eat all that? Eat one serving of red peppers, one serving of this, one of berries. Nobody has time. If you do, better for you, but this is my insurance, Field of Greens, twice a day. Twice a day, like clockwork, I take it. I throw it in green tea, tomato juice, water, protein shakes after a workout. The single best fruit and, uh, fruit and vegetable product I've tried out there. 
It tastes delicious too. This is the lemon lime. They have wild berry too. How do you get it? Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Go today. Don't wait. Don't mess with your health. And you'll get 15% off your first order with the promo code Dan. Even better, you subscribe. That way you get it monthly. You don't have to worry about it. And you'll save an additional 10% every month. That's a huge savings. With all the viruses out there, it can't hurt to reinforce your body and your health. Fruits and vegetables, we know, are the key, are the anchor to good health, folks, in these tough times. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. Pick it up today. Don't wait. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Promo code Dan. Pick up Field of Greens. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Okay, here's what I mean. There was a report yesterday I saw on Fox News. I'm like, I got to pull this immediately. Jillian Turner was on. And uh, the student loan welfare bailout program, where you're now going to pay with your tax dollars, your rich neighbor Samuel's kids' uh, urban studies degree. You know that you're going to pay that? Well, there were some income requirements. You had to be within a certain income band. You couldn't be worth 10, 20 million, supposedly, and, uh, and get this student loan welfare bailout from you, from your tax dollars. And you were like, okay, well, that program sounds pretty awful, but at least there's income requirements. They'll be verified, I'm sure, right, Joe? Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I make yeah. a decent amount of money, make a good living. Like, I shouldn't get that. No, I probably can because you could just lie. How do I know that? Because listen, this report on Fox is briefier, but there's no verification at all. Check this out. According to student loan experts, it is ripe for mass scale fraud and abuse. Take a listen. There will be people that will see that there's no verification and and lie on the application and say that they're eligible when, in fact, they're not from an income perspective. Applicants will have to provide their full name, date of birth, social security number and contact information. That's it. They won't have to provide proof of income, which the forgiveness is supposed to be based on. Uh, uh, Guy said it right, Joe. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I mean, you don't have to verify your income. So you mean people can just randomly go in and start claiming a taxpayer benefit with zero verification about their income? And you could just basically steal someone's identity and do it? I mean, it's not like fraud in a program like that's happened before. Oh, wait, that's right. It just happened. March of 2022, The Hill. By the way, another leftist outlet, IRS probe finds nearly $2 billion in coronavirus-stimulated related fraud. Coronavirus-stimulus-related fraud. If it matters. What could possibly go wrong? Gee, I don't know. Hey, can you skip ahead to Carrie Lake? Because I don't want to miss this. This is amazing. All right, I'm going to move on because I want to get to this UK story fast, the end of the show, and show you how we were, unfortunately, way ahead of this. If you're not into foreign affairs, I get it. My bellywick is the U.S. first as well. I'm telling you, we have been ahead of the curve on all of this crap. Get ready for a massive global contagion over what's going on in the United Kingdom right now. I'll make it quick. I'll make it short. But pay very close attention. You'll thank me for it later. First, I just want to play this. Carrie Lake, GOP conservative gubernatorial candidate um, in Arizona. I have to tell you, is blown up into being, I'd say, outside of Ron DeSantis, um, probably the most, 
vocal advocate for conservatism in this election cycle. She's incredible. I am incredibly impressed with her ability to lift and shift on the fly and never, ever back down to the media. She never accepts their premise ever. This is a little long. I debated playing the whole thing, but it was so good. Honestly, Joe was probably thinking when I sent it over, dude, this is long. They're about I two was. minutes. Uh, but I just, there's, it's so good. There's nothing to cut out. The gist of it is this. She's at an event. She takes on the press everywhere. Never runs from them ever. Unlike Katie Hobbs at phony she's running against in Arizona, who's like literally running away from people, like actually running away because she's so afraid to take questions. Carrie Lake takes, she, she takes questions all the time everywhere. And the media is taken to calling her an election denier. I didn't know she denied election happens. Elections happen. I've never heard that. So she's like, I'm an election denier. That's kind of weird because I've got some receipts too that you don't seem to be holding our Democrats to the same standard. This is awesome. Check this out. If you're going to start throwing around terms like election denier, let's remember who the other election deniers were. Hillary Clinton and all the Democrats. Next question. The question is, you over the weekend, everybody, you took the Google all over the world. Your name was ringing everywhere. And one of them, yes, ma'am, because I have the scale. And one of them has, and most of them were asking, is she a, 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 an election denier? Carrie Lake. And that was like like going around on all different cable news. What do you elaborate on this? I'm actually shocked you asked that question, George. <laughs> well, actually, Anthony, where's Anthony? Once in a while. <laughs> Here, Anthony. You know, I, I did a little, actually, Anthony. Anthony, how old are you? 20. Are you a journalist? No. Well, you did better research than half these people. Um, let's talk about election deniers. Here's 150 examples of Democrats denying election results. Oh, wow, look at this. This is from, this is from uh, Joe Biden's press secretary. Reminder, Brian Kemp stole the gubernatorial election from Georgians and Stacey Abrams. Democrats saying that. Is that an election denier? Oh, look at this. Just heard Republican Ryan Costello said it would be difficult for Stacey Abrams to win because she lost her state bid, but yet she's still claiming she never lost. This is outright Hillary Clinton. Trump is an illegitimate president. Is she an election denier? This one says, was the 2016 election legitimate? It now definitely is a question worth asking. That's the Los Angeles Times. So it's okay for Democrats to question elections, but it's not okay for Republicans. It's a crock of BS. Every one of you knows it. We have our freedom of speech and we're not gonna relinquish it to a bunch of fake news if you want a copy of these, I'm sure that we're, Anthony would help you get a copy and help you learn how to be journalists. But look it up. It's been happening for a long time. Holy Moses, is that... Uh, Gee, I know. Yeah, yeah, it's true. He beat me to the clap. I know. Good point. Gee, Joe, and Jim all, they, none of them like really long clips. It's, they're not really... I, I had to make an exception. Now you see why. There's nowhere to cut that. Every, you savor every second of that. That is a master class. She was a former journalist, like an actual one. That's why she gets these idiots and watch them sit there in stunned silence as they know they're just owned. P-W-N-E-D. Just own. Some of you will get the joke. It's not a Joe Biden joke. You completely wrecked. They have no answer. She's like, I, I have the printed copies of people on the left denying elections. Democrats, would you like them? Do your homework, you idiots.
That is how it's done. And I am so proud to be part of this new and burgeoning Republican conservative movement. Ron DeSantis, Donald Trump, Carrie Lake, and others out there, J.D. Vance and others, who just don't accept these people as legitimate. They're not legitimate. They're just not legitimate journalists. They're just not. And I love it that they get called on their BS. By the way, Carrie Lake is going to be on our Fox show, uh, Unfiltered, 9 p.m. Saturday night. I believe it's her first time on the show. So uh, don't miss it. Set your DVR. That's going to be some fire. Um, I got one more story. And then uh, just a note, questions. If you'd like to submit a question for my Ask Me Anything tomorrow, we do on Fridays. Go to my true social account, at DBongino. There's a post that says questions for tomorrow. Submit here. And locals, at DBongino. Same thing. You'll see the post. So uh, check that out. Some of you have already submitted questions. I put it up early this morning. Hey, just uh, fast in the show. So we know Liz Truss has now resigned as the UK prime minister, the shortest serving prime minister in UK history, I believe. There are two stories in the UK I need you to keep your eye on because the contagion's going to spread and it's going to come here if we don't get our arms around this fast about what's happening in the United Kingdom. Number one, the United Kingdom, even the so-called conservatives, and I'm saying so-called conservatives with air quotes because they humiliated themselves, they got behind this net zero plan This idea that they were going to reduce oil and gas consumption and try to use renewables, which we know are not really renewable, um, renewables by, what is it, 2050. It was called their net zero plan. The plan, if you watch 60 Minutes this weekend, some of you saw it, some of you didn't. They were on 60 Minutes this weekend with Leslie Stahl. Sir! Sir! Leslie Stahl and others on 60 Minutes touting the wonders of this net zero plan. Ladies and gentlemen, the plan has been a freaking disaster. Disaster for the United Kingdom. They are in a severe energy crisis. Didn't bring any of that up. Look at these cool windmills. They're so great. I'll get to that. That's story number one, the energy crisis that's going to spread. And second, the Bank of England, Bailey, who runs one of the governors of the Bank of England, has just taken over like a monarch, national politics. He sabotaged Liz Truss, who came in as a conservative there, wanted to cut taxes and grow the economy. He totally sabotaged. Central bankers have taken over the entire globe. They've taken over everything through their money printing and their destruction. Andrew Bailey is right now political public enemy number one right now in the UK. Here's the, again, always with the facts. The Guardian BBC prepares secret scripts for possible use in winter blackouts. Wait, I thought Leslie Stahl, sir lady, I thought she was just on 60 Minutes touting this wonderful renewable system they had. The BBC's emergency blackouts, they have secret scripts. Here, uh, Andrew Bailey, the governor of the Bank of England, one of them, who just destroyed Liz Truss's conservative plan to grow the economy. They now want to raid the banks. To help plug their massive budget gap. Oh, Dan, screw the banks. Yeah, screw the banks. That's great. That's exactly what happened in 2009 when these idiots, these idiots made a bunch of investments, made a bunch of investments in mortgage-backed securities. You know, listen, you don't have to like them, but screwing them, they'll screw you a lot quicker than you'll screw them. Here's a third story. AP, UK inflation accelerates to a 40-year high as food prices rise. Where's Andrew Bailey on that? 
I mean, he is like a Fed uh, central, ba- I mean, a uh, Bank of England central bank kind of guy. Sounds like Andrew Bailey's trying to say, hey, look, squirrel, Liz Trust did it. Pay very close attention. Oh, yeah, this one. We got to wait. We got to cover this one last. This is the greatest story ever. Thank you, Guy. I totally forgot about it. Let me put this in the uh, VW plant. Did you hear this story? I'll leave you in a good mood today. News.com.au. So a bunch of climate protesters, folks, went to a VW Volkswagen plant, glued themselves to the floor. <laughs> so, so read this headline. They demanded bowls to urinate and defecate in, and VW said no. And then they turned the heat off and went home. They're sitting there glued to the floor. They have no place to take a dump. <laughs> Stories in the newsletter. Read it. Hilarious. Bongino.com slash newsletter. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, don't miss the radio show later. We got a couple of really great guests on. We'll be covering the election. And please subscribe to the podcast. I would really appreciate if you do that. It helps us a lot. On Apple, Spotify, and at Rumble at rumble.com slash Bongino. Thank you for considering that. I really appreciate it. It's free, of course. See you on the radio show later. You just heard Dan Bongino.